welcome to this bonus episode of the Story of the Sikhs. As we work on Season 2, we bring you several bonus episodes in the form of personal reflections by writer and narrator Sarpreet Singh on his journey as a Sikh. Thank you for your terrific response to Season 1 of Story of the Sikhs. If you have enjoyed the podcast, here are a few things you can do to help. Please tell everyone about it, as word of mouth is by far the best way of getting the podcast to a broader audience. Rating and reviewing the podcast on iTunes and sharing it on social media will be helpful as well. Follow us on Twitter at Sarpreet Singh. We are seeking sponsors for Season 2. If you are affiliated with an organization interested in promoting awareness of Sikhs and Sikhism, please consider sponsoring the podcast. All Season 2 sponsors will be acknowledged in each episode. You can contact us at storyofthesikhs at giaea.com for details. Finally, if you feel that this is a worthy endeavor, you can support Season 2 individually by making a contribution at www.storyoftheseeks.com. As I opened the Guru Granth Sahib this morning to seek the Guru's hukum or word for today and read the first line, my mind goes back to a cool autumn morning in 2002. I had tossed and turned the entire night. My mind was not at peace. So much so, that I had to drag myself to the room that serves as the Guru's sanctuary in our home. Somehow, I cajoled myself into entering the presence of the Guru Granth Sahib, driven more by daily ritual rather than a quest for inspiration, completed my ardas or prayer, and folded the rumallas or the Guru's vestments back and started to read. It was one of the toughest mornings I had ever faced in my life. I was at the time vice president at a large telecom equipment company and the general manager of a division of about 250 engineers, who had been slaving away for almost two years, building a new product they truly believed in. Our product was on the cusp of being deployed by two of our largest customers, one in the U.S. and one in China. Those were not good economic times. The dot-com bubble had just burst, followed by a huge downturn in the telecom market, and several companies, including the one I was with, were struggling. My lion-hearted team had been working long hours, weekdays and weekends, getting the product ready to launch, with a spirit that is sometimes seen in successful startup companies, but seldom in large established organizations, particularly in days of economic gloom and doom. Today was the day that I was to get up before this team of 250 and let them know that our company had decided to pull the plug on our division. Our product was to be put on the shelf 
and most of my team were going to be let go, the lives of 250 families were to be disrupted, several years of hard work were to come to naught. I was the kind of leader who always loved to be around his team. I loved talking to them, even when they asked tough questions, and boy did they like to ask tough questions. I frequently had all-hands meetings in which I tried to keep everyone's spirits up in the difficult times we were going through, always taking care not to patronize the team by sugarcoating reality, always giving them a real sense of what was going on. I loved these all-hands meetings, but I wasn't particularly looking forward to the one I was to address that day. It was with a sense of foreboding that I read the Guru's hukum. The reverence of a Sikh for the Guru Granth Sahib is touching, but can seem incomprehensible to an outsider. It is the Sikh scripture, a holy book, a fount of wisdom, and so much more. It is not merely the embodiment of the wisdom of the Sikh Gurus, it is the Guru. It is the eternal anointed successor. The daily reading of a hymn from the Guru Granth Sahib is a profound moment during which a Sikh renews his relationship with his Guru and revels in it. And yet, magical as the moment can be, the pressures of our lives can sometimes render it quotidian. When our minds are overcome by worry, it becomes difficult to hear what the Guru is saying clearly, and the joyous opportunity to have an intimate conversation with the Guru turns into a chore. That, more or less, was the state of my mind as I pushed myself to read the words again. And then, something magical happened. I do not exaggerate one bit when I say that my fears evaporated as the import of the words sank in. After all, who was I to worry? If I believed that the Divine watched over me, surely he must watch over the 250 and their families as well. My job that day was to get up before them thank them for their valiant effort, celebrate it, and tell them the truth about what was going to happen. Corporate had been reluctant to give me dispensation to communicate the reality of what was coming to my team in this manner. They felt that it would be disruptive to do this at an all-hands meeting, where people were likely to get justifiably angry. But I had persisted, because I respected my team too much and felt that not facing them at this dark hour would be reprehensible, I was reluctantly given permission to proceed. I went to the all-hands. My head was not held high. I walked up to the podium to face my team. I did not mince words. I told them what was going to happen, thanked them. There was silence as men and women probably pondered how they were going to make mortgage payments and worried about college tuition and health insurance. And then, to my shock, the hall erupted in applause. 
instead of angry recriminations, I got a standing ovation from these men and women whose lives had been so severely disrupted. Of course they were anxious. Of course they were upset. But it almost seemed to me that each one of them had been pervaded by the spirit of that morning's reading from the Guru Granth Sahib. Those of my listeners who know me personally are aware that I'm a pretty calm person, not given to public displays of emotion. But at that moment, I felt a lump in my throat as I spoke. My eyes began to sting and my voice wavered. A moment that I had been dreading had somehow been transformed into one of the most inspiring of my life. My fears had been unfounded. The generosity of spirit, the courage, and the compassion that I saw that day, I shall not forget as long as I shall live. I'm sorry to say that the story did not have a particularly happy ending. I did have to let most of my team go. Some found jobs soon. Others had to face hardship in a tough economy. The product we were building, of course, never saw the light of day. I personally decided to leave the company and had various professional adventures, which resulted in tremendous personal growth for me. I kept in touch with several people from my team over the years and saw them get back on their feet and resume their careers. I did, that day, learn a valuable lesson. Our faith often gets tested. And yes, we do have to suffer through trials and travails. After all, all of us are subject to divine will. We do, however, have a choice in terms of how we face these trials, fearfully or intrepidly. Ultimately, it's all a matter of faith. Prabh ki saran sagal bhe lathe dukh bin se sukh paya Dayal hua par brahm swami pura sat gurutyaya Prabh jiyo tu mereo sahib data Kar kirpa prabh deen dayala gungamu rangrata Sat gur naam nidhan dridaya Chinta sagal binasi Kar kirpa apno kar lina man vasaya abnasi Taako bigan na ko lage jo satgur apne rakhe Charan kamal basay rid antar amrit har ras chakhe Kar seva sevak prab apne jin man ki ich pujai Nanak das taake balihare jin pooran paij rakhai In your shelter, Lord, my fears are fled, my suffering gone, I am at peace the one you bless with your sweet grace, the one who glorious master sees. My Lord, my Lord, my master dear, munificent forever kind, your praises may I sing each day, colored and imbued my mind. My master fills my heart with you, and thus do all my worries flee. Merciful is your embrace, your glory timeless I can see. Obstacles in my path not, 
steeped I am in his own grace, dwelling on none but the one divine, as his essence I embrace. I serve the Lord, I am his slave, hearkens he to every plea, Nanak to you a sacrifice, everything you gave to me. We hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of The Story of the Sikhs. Just a reminder to help us get the podcast to a broader audience by sharing it on social media and encouraging your friends to listen. Please help fund Season 2 by making a contribution at www.storyoftheseeks.com. The Story of the Sikhs is produced by Almast Media. Our theme music is a rendition of a traditional Sikh hymn by the late Bai Avtar Singh. This episode features Raga Des, performed on the Sarad by Dr. George Ruckert, with tabla accompaniment by Rajesh Pai. A distinguished musician and teacher, Dr. Ruckert has the distinction of being one of the senior-most students of the late Ustad Ali Akbar Khan Sahib. We will finish this bonus episode by playing the Shabad that so inspired Sarpreet Singh in its entirety. This rendition is by Bai Gurmeet Singh Shant, one of the finest ragis or Sikh minstrels of his generation, and a dear friend of Sarpreet Singh's. I'm co-producer Erica Wong. Thank you for listening.
ಕಾ 